ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. Back to the Good Talks podcast. My name is Mark Little. My name is Marie Marie Murataya. Oh, hello, Marie Murataya. Hello, Mark Little. I have some great information for you. What this is that? episode, today's episode, <gasps> is brought to you. What? By Bean Chata. Oh my gosh. When Horchata just won't do. Bean Chata, America's favorite bean-based beverage. Fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. That's why we call a dramatic pause, you know? <laughs> uh, People use those to emphasize things, such as I just used it to emphasize the greatness of one Bean Chata. Also, right. one Justin Bieber. I understood. All right, just making sure. Oh, thank you for double-checking on that one. Nice. Yeah, of course. <laughs> they call me Duble Checkman. Young Double Check. <laughs> yes, they also call me Young Double Check. Lil DC. Lil DC. Lil DC. Young, up in the heezy. Young comic boy. DC comics. <laughs> the most challenging thing about jokes is comprehending them <laughs> sometimes. And, you know, that's all right. That's okay. You know, I, I, uh, I'm okay with you not understanding my jokes. Thank you. Me too. Perhaps if I read them, I'd understand better because I do have very good reading comprehension. How do you know? Uh, I was tested, uh, when I was in <laughs> roughly second grade, maybe kindergarten. And I was a, at about a fifth grade level. So uh, it was pretty well up there. Um, yeah. Yeah. The teacher was impressed. Oh my gosh. Speaking of testing. Sure. So right now it's state testing time. Okay. In most of the schools around in the surrounding districts. Uh-huh. Um, including mine. Probably most, and... most importantly yours for the story you're about to tell, I would guess. You don't know. Okay. Please continue. Anyways. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, preschoolers don't have to test. Thank God. But um, it's crazy the emphasis put on state testing crazy i don't remember it when we were in school yeah being like this like kids are like the other speech therapist that i work with yeah um she's i'm the preschool speech therapist at our school site and then she works with the elementary school kids mm -hmm. and i was in her office one day and then a kid a student came in to test um because he needs to be in like a separate location to test can we get that student's name and uh, no. Grady's in no I can't tell you that much can we have any personal information um, about him only what I'm about to say can you tell us exactly what he looks like maybe where he lives can you stop asking questions I'm just trying to help the people understand I understand Please continue. so anyways I'm uh, in the room and he comes in and he's just all out of sorts and anxious and everything and um, I could just tell I'm like he's about to have a, a meltdown he was an older kid probably fifth fourth or fifth grade mm -hmm. and he's about to lose it because he's so stressed out about these tests they put so much of an emphasis on it that i feel like kids are they're just so stressed out and they're in elementary school do you think it's the i mean i know the teachers put some emphasis on it but do you think it's more his parents his family puts the emphasis on it i don't know but I know that it's coming from the school. They call, they make call outs like home, like talking about, okay, remember, get plenty of sleep. Yeah. I remember. I remember that in high school. 
I Make remember sure it in you high eat a school. nice breakfast. Yeah. Do you remember it in elementary school and junior high? Uh, no. I remember. Uh, I remember taking the star test. Yeah. And I remember the teachers, you know, be tripping well, about it. The the teachers, but it never felt like it was anything. Like, I never felt like it was. They were relying on me to do well, and now it's like the teachers are relying because they are. Sure. Um. But the students feel that they know that. And yeah. I don't know if we're in a different generation. We've got a different generation of kids where there's, I don't know if they're, they, they just can sense that tension a little more or if mm-hmm. it's just increased the amount of stress over it has increased. Yeah, maybe because we have to have our numbers up and look good for the state. Maybe these kids are just more sensitive in general and not able yeah. to handle as much pressure. Yeah. But the pressure is, has probably gone up. No, that's what I'm saying. Right. It's just crazy to me. Uh, yeah, it's cr- it's crazy that there's so much focus on these standardized tests. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I just have a beef with standardized tests. I think we've gone into this on another podcast. But... I feel like I feel like a lot of uh, educators do, mm-hmm. which is funny, right? Well, so... I but for me, I mean, in my job, I give standardized tests when I assess kids. Yeah, I I can only qualify kids based on standardized testing. I can do some informal testing, mm-hmm. but I have there are, you know education the education code states that i have to have some forms of standardized testing and i'll be honest with you like kids especially the kids i work with they can't always attend to standardized tests like they could do it they could do what i'm asking them to do but i watch them while while i'm administering these tests and i'm like but they just can't attend they can understand if i if they're attending which their attention is what impedes their ability but it's just like it's just hard because then you watch them in like a classroom and they're mm-hmm. doing everything you ask them to do, but but they're doing it in the classroom environment where it's more calm and laid back mm-hmm. and couldn't do it on my standardized test. So I just have, I've seen that is what I'm saying. I see hmm. that pattern. I don't see it in every kid. Sure. Um, but sometimes the standardized tests, I just don't like having to give them because I'm like, you don't get the best picture of a student on a standardized test. Yeah. Which I make sure in my evaluations, I do more than that. I do the standardized test, but I make sure when I do my reporting and when I talk to parents, when they have these really poor scores on standardized tests, I make sure I say, but that's not the whole picture of your child. Well, of course, yeah. So, but not every I, not every um, service provider does that. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. That uh, the, the standardized test would... Uh would not be the best place for every kid to shine. But I mean, then that's, that's the, it's the standard, right? It's like, Hey, can you do these things? Like these are what the state claims are the standard. Yeah. And that's why it's, it's weird, I guess, cause it's the state and it's like, who's the person deciding it. Yeah. And then you start to see everyone who's in a professional field and you'd be like, Oh, so this person gets to decide it. Like whatever. Like everyone just sometimes has a has a goofy day and maybe on some goofy day the person was writing the test and they're like, yeah, it's pretty important. Well, and the thing about standardized tests is they're normed on a specific population. So they've they've looked at what the average children in the state at certain age levels or grade levels, sure. probably for the school testing. But they look at what they're spo- they can do. Yeah. So what those average kids can do is there, there's your curve. Like if you're looking at a bell curve, like there it is in the middle. Mm hmm. And then the problem is that with standardized tests, like I'm, and I'm sure I don't know enough, but I know from what I've studied, like you have to make sure that they have their, you're testing kids that have come from the same socioeconomic um, 
background as what the norm is. So they need to make sure when they write the test mm-hmm. that those kids all have it's a very it's a variation like of cultural and socioeconomic backgrounds. Yeah. Because there's a lot of uh, misrepresentation that might happen. I don't know. It's just interesting. It's it's just very interesting. So when they go in to write the test, like they're looking at just all kinds of data. So the person who's having a bad day better not misread that data. I guess. And then, yeah, ultimately what? It, does it reflect on the kid? Kind of. But like, no. does yeah, exactly. It's more... It more reflects on the schools, right? And then, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And that's then the why funding it, the schools get, and the, exactly, and that's why it sucks to see kids freaking out over it and get crying. Yeah, a fifth grader crying over a test—that's not okay. Yeah, no, that's that's a weird, messed up system. And I mean, I don't think there are many people who think the education system is perfect, anyways. Or no. if, if there are a lot of people, uh, I, don't, I haven't heard them very much. Who, Anyone who's just like, the school system is the greatest thing in the world. Like, they're doing everything right. No, there's a lot of flaws. But there is with any government-run system. Sure. Any system. I think any system, because there's people who have ideas. Yeah. And there are feelings involved and, you know, emotions and stuff. So I think that any system being run and that needs to be facilitated by multiple people with mm-hmm. some kind of control is going to have some flaws because we're human. Sure. It's called, what is that? Uh, there needs to be a margin left for human error. Yeah. I mean, maybe we just let the whole thing be run by AI. And then AI can decide, mm. you know, what people should know and what people shouldn't know. Hey, Siri. Whoa. Wow. She did it. How far away is she from me? <laughs> I don't know. Three feet. Not very far. Arm's length. What is this the answer to? What did we ask? I don't know. We asked, oh, oh shoot, she's still recording me. Nice. Well, I mean, she's always recording. She just, she's just letting oh, you know true. right now. Good, good call. Classic. Uh, yeah. Anyways, well, uh, speaking of public school system, you huh. had a fun day today. I did. Um, I was what was right <laughs> with the public school system today. You were. So that was pretty good. It's amazing. No, uh, I, I don't mean to hate on the public school system. There's a lot of good teachers. No, I can't hate on it. It's my, it's <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get <laughs> it. It's my bill. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good teachers and there's a, a lot of uh, uh, good people in it and a lot of great speech therapists. Sure, 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 sure. Um, and one thing I think that they that they did right today, a little with a little bias towards myself, is <laughs> uh, they invited me in to interact with the kids and talk about our books and read to them and uh, teach the kids how to draw, and it was a lot of fun. So for the, we were using our brick and stick books, which I uh, co-authored with my mom and I illustrated some uh, rhymings, rhyming children's books and uh, go in there, read them the first book, brick and stick branching out. And uh, they have a good time, man. They mm-hmm. just, they love it. And I, I have a good time interacting with them and um, asking them questions here and there. <laughs> it's funny because people are always like, after I, I do it, they're like, oh, man, you would be such a good teacher. And I'm like, yeah, I would. But all I'm doing right now is what I want to do. Yeah. So it's it's very different for me to go in there and for them to be like, oh, my God, we love you. You're like the celebrity guest star. Uh, and then I read and then teach them to draw, which are both fun and easy things. Right. And then the teachers, some better than others, are 
the ones who are like class class and they're like yes yes i hate, I hate that oh my god uh, there's it's so funny uh to to see <laughs> i don't know why i hate it anyways keep it's interesting to see different teachers and of course a lot of it has to do with years of experience yeah um and how they interact with their class and like systems they've put into place to become yeah. more efficient in the classroom sure so like one of the first teachers um, I was in her class. She was actually my kindergarten teacher. Okay. Right. And so, so she's been doing it for a while. <laughs> and so I was in her class today and they, in order that they all could draw while we were on the rug, she had to get them all to get boards or whatever, like yeah. whiteboards so they could use them as little desks. And she was like, okay, <laughs> um, you know, Jason, Karen, and Tim, go get your drawers and, you know, do your job. So they go get their drawers and they pass stuff out to the rest of the class. Uh-huh. Uh, and she doesn't have to do anything other than be like, okay, is that like blah, 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 do this, do that. Uh, and then I go to a different teacher's class and she's like, okay, everyone sit there while I hand you your things. And it takes time. And then, she, and then she literally hands out, you mm-hmm. know, 30 whiteboards as opposed to having three kids do it and not lift a finger. So it's just interesting. Well, and it's it's interesting what it teaches the kids too. Not that either one way is right or wrong, because in one way sure. it's like you got the kids sitting on the carpet, and you, and and like you don't know that class. They there may not be anybody in that class who's going to efficiently do it. You know, a student while they have somebody like you Maybe. there. I'm just saying, like in yeah. general, like that teacher knows her class. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. I'm not saying she's dumb. No, I'm not insinuating that. But Uh. what I am saying is it's interesting to see the teachers that get that class functioning. I mean, they've had from August to now. So they've had almost a whole school year where they've learned how to do this, which is cool because, yeah, now she doesn't have to lift a finger. Can you imagine her trying to teach that? Think about when she was first trying to teach them how to do that job. Like I mean, it probably nine took like, months ago. Probably took a couple of days. And they had, you know, yeah, you have parent helpers and stuff trying to help teach all these jobs. And it, I mean, it's yeah. funny. I mean, because I watch it every day in preschool. They're still yeah. trying to teach them how to be hold a flag up straight. Sure. But, um, no, I mean, they're still kindergartners, so that's still there. Their uh, efficiency is uh, it's is less level. than optimal, but it's pretty. It's funny. It's funny, and it's cool because it gives the kids such a like sense of worth to have that job and to be able to complete it yeah and and um yeah it's that's neat and then yeah the teacher's sitting back yeah shoot no it's funny to uh it's there's so many things that are interesting about um doing that and watching the kids and especially when i'm teaching them to draw something Mm -hmm. and some most of the kids like i'd say nine out of ten kids are cool with whatever they put on their paper and then Every once in a while, there's a kid that just can't handle it if it's just not good enough. Yeah. Or they're like, they're like, wait, you're going too fast. And every other kid is fine. And then like this one, like this little girl is just like, this is so hard. And I'm like, this is four, it's four lines. Uh, I didn't say that to her, but I'm like, all right, here, let's, let's do it again. So like everyone else is done. And I was like, okay, ready? Like line, line. And she's still like, uh, and I was like, okay, but at least she got it. Yeah. Um, but it's just funny because she then sits there and it's just personalities, right? Yeah. She sits there the whole time and is like, this is, this is hard. She's still having fun, but she's saying how hard it is. And, and the other kids are like, mine's cool. Or like, this is awesome. And some kids are like, mine looks so fat. <laughs> just their comments are so funny. Yeah. They, oh, they're, they're fun. I love seeing all their different drawings because it's like they're all having exactly the same input. Mm-hmm. I'm telling each one of them, like, they're all sitting there listening, and one kid is like, 
makes it <laughs> i don't know i don't even know what makes they one look. falling out of the sky dying <laughs> I've seen, what was that one that i saw that one yeah exactly i don't exactly remember what that one was but there's all different kinds of things yeah mm-hmm. one kid was like i made him look like a tent <laughs> i was like cool Aww, cute. yeah they come out so cute though because their proportions are so weird mm-hmm. and but it's funny because i like them all so much and the kids are like, mine doesn't look anything like yours. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, I don't care. I don't want it to look like mine, really. Right. I mean, like, if you can make it look like that, I'd probably be pretty impressed. I'd be like, damn, cool. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, you're just so good. I'm like, well, I've done this like 5,000 times. Uh-huh. I try and make sure they know that I've practiced a bunch. Good. Because um, some people are like, I'm not good at drawing. Why are you so good? I'm like, I've drawn these so many times. You have no idea how many times I've drawn yeah. these. And also, I came up with them. So it's easy it's initially how i wanted it to look anyways yeah so it's fun it's fun to uh try and plant those little ideas in their heads like if you guys just practice like you'll get better right also uh all these characters are just made out of like four shapes so if you guys just put some shapes on a paper put some eyes on it you'll have a character too that's they're, awesome they're like oh mm-hmm. yeah so little kids they're, they're pretty fun they are fun i'll give you that also yeah. Fun story. One kid was like, uh, <clears throat> raised his hand. He said, hey, guess what my dad does? <laughs> he said, he works at NASA. And I was basically just being a smart ass. And then he's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> uh, and the teacher looked at me and she's like, wow. how did you know that? Did you read our bulletin? I was like, uh, what? <laughs> I was like, do you uh, really work at NASA? No, I Facebook every student that I'm going to read to exactly. and make sure I have their full profile. I like to do a little research on the kids before I get there. <laughs> Make sure uh, we got no, it all figured cool. out. So that was just a random, a random uh, mind meld with me and a random five-year-old. You're simpatico. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, man. So good times. Great times. Brick and stick. They're fun. Brickandstick.net. They're so fun. Pick up a book. Yeah. Check it out. Yep. And, uh, you know, if you want to come over to uh, the school where I work, Mark will be there soon. Yeah. I will be there soon, reading, uh, <laughs> reading to those kids, getting them to draw. Oh gosh, this is gonna be it's gonna be fun. Hey, hey man, as long as you guys keep them in line, the best classes are are the ones where the teachers are still like getting them to be quiet. Man, because there's nothing like trying to talk over thirty five year olds. It's so funny. The other day, I've been going into a class um, every Friday to work with one of my little students. She's nonverbal and she's pretty impacted and so I'm working with her I'm pressing a button right now that has a vo- it's voice generating so mm-hmm. I record things on it so she can s- greet her friends and stuff like that Stephen Hawking button yeah yeah um and so every Friday since like November I've been finding out what she brought to share that day recording it on the button and then going into the class and when she's up in front of the class I go up with her and her teacher and we work on her presenting that way wait so she has your voice well, hold on. It gets better. Oh, she started off with my voice and wasn't as motivated. And then I started having her her peers record it for me. Mm-hmm. And she's it's so much better. Hmm. It's so awesome. It's That's actually, like on a side note, something that um, there's... I don't know if it's like finite research, but definitely like case, case study by case study, it shows students want voices that would replicate their own like they understand that and she totally gets it and she loves she knows her peers voices and she's got a really close little 
um, another little girl who's always around her and mm-hmm. she gravitates towards and it's her, it's that little girl's voice. So when she hears it and I explain, look, she's your voice today. She loves it. Hmm. She lights up. It's so cool. Um, but anyways, when I used to, when I was first going in there every Friday, like the class, they would talk over us and it was always hard because they're preschoolers. You don't, yeah. ex- you know, you can't expect it. This last Friday I went in, they were all, all quiet the whole like the whole time and we were up there for a good like seven minutes because it was taking my student a long time to you know hit the button when she needed to and Mm -hmm. everything and they were so patient and then one little girl just goes it's okay try like (laughs) but just so sweet and the kids that were usually rowdy were just watching because they all kind of at this point understand like yeah but it's taken them all year but it's so cool to see the transformation of like wait a minute are you all like grown-ups now <laughs> yeah it was it was neat it was really cool you know and because i didn't expect it and that was one part but yeah um yeah they're all i'm noticing that change right now in a lot of my students just being able to sit there and listen they're becoming little students little students so cool that is cool so they can go on and one day be horrified for standardized testing Nice. Yeah. Well, maybe the laws will change by then. No. That's, it, seems, <laughs> it seems like they'll have to change sooner or later. Seemingly sooner. Because it I seems like hope. more and more, uh, you know, rich people are like looking into ways to to make things uh, better as far as education goes. Seems that way. Yeah, it seems that way. But then the things I see on the news are scary. Oh, I don't watch the news. I know. Why? So, Why? What do you see? Um, it just... And and I can't, I don't, it's honestly, like, I'll be honest, I, I don't pay much attention because I hear one thing and I kind of like shut down a mm-hmm. little bit. But when I, when it comes to, I work in an inclusive program. Mm-hmm. So we work with students that are severely disabled to students that aren't even on an IEP. I yeah. think we're going over time, huh? But bottom line is right now they get all these opportunities and as they go up in the grade levels, there's op- those opportunities get taken away because um, right now they're educated among typically developing peers and general education peers. And as they get older, there's just not those opportunities right now. And it doesn't sound like, like there's a lot happening in the federal government that cares to change that. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I need to. I need to do more research and see if there's more going on. But it sounds like the separation, and I could be wrong. People could jump on me for this and say, "No, you're wrong." But it sounds like right now the separation to the people that are in power is okay, and oh, I don't okay. like that. I don't like the separation that, and and the you know, like the fact that we're the kids are forced to the schools are judged based on their test scores it sounds like that's what seems to work for certain people yeah but i don't again don't have all the information Hmm. um i'm kind of just talking there's a lot of emotions that go into it for me but um that's that's what i've noticed that's the trend i've noticed and the things i've heard and when i was in grad school a couple years ago i remember looking at um the lady who is going to be voted in based on Trump getting voted into mm-hmm. office. She's voted in, I think she's the secretary of education. And I honestly don't even remember her name because she was, we watched a speech that she gave and I was really scared. Mm-hmm. And it was basically like talking about, um, you know, those that can afford 
opportunities should get them and those that can't, uh, I'm sorry. Like, that's what it sounded like. Oh, uh, well. Huh. I don't know. But I don't, again, that was bad. Like, two years ago, I kind of just focused on where I'm at now. <laughs> classic, classic two years ago. Possibly true memory. I'd, I'd say we should base sorry. everything on that. Sorry. I, I, again, like, I'm not claiming to know everything right now because I really don't I just know what I the, I know the emotion I remember being struck with when I watched that and so yeah. that's kind of how it settled in does yeah. that make sense that's how I comprehended it's probably not the right way to comprehend big information with your emotions but that's what happened yeah that's true that's uh that seems fair that uh it would be hard to make a balanced decision based on how you're emotionally <laughs> reacting in a moment yep. of a politician speech uh, <laughs> yeah, which is right. In, in, inherently trash, but uh, you know, well, maybe true. not. Maybe she's uh, she's the one honest person. We'll have to. You know what? We should do right now, like not right now, but before what? we cast again, is like watch it, watch one of our more recent, uh, or research something so we can have a conversation about it. Because now, I'm, now I want to like come back, like okay, yeah, with some facts. This is what I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Best way to uh, have a real discussion with a yeah. l- little bit of facts and. Yeah. Uh, and some substance. Substance. And some substance behind it. Speaking of substance, what? Uh, Mark Little, have you heard of this new drink called Bean Chata? Oh my God, Bean, Bean Chata. Chata. Bean Chata. It's actually endorsed by Justin Bieber. And oh. um, it is the only drink if you want a little more protein than horchata. Oh, or horchata. 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 Um, and, uh, you know, it's what I think I've heard all of the... How do you say meatheads, buff guys, weightlifters are starting to get into? Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Whoa, that's pretty interesting. So I think that um, actually my my hope for Bean Chata is that the UFC uh, starts requesting some sponsorships. Actually, funny enough, uh, the, the, the UFC <laughs> is uh, willing to let every match from here on out be fully endorsed by Bean Chata. Oh. Yeah. Pretty huge. Pretty there we huge. Go. And uh, the USDA has named it the only bean-based beverage uh, that can extend your life. So, well, yeah. Big stuff. Well, there you go, huge ladies stuff. and gentlemen. So, go out. Get your can of Bean Chata today. Get your can of Bean Chata. Get your Bean Chata merchandise uh, coming soon. Pre-orders available now. And, uh, you know, Make it happen. All right, captains? On that note, this has been a good talk. Good talk. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.